Welcome to Wisdom's Echo Origin Gates Daily Podcast. This is Grant Mahoney and I'm continuing my series on the increase of the kingdom. And we've been looking at different things as we've been journeying through this and some of the things that cause problems in our lives, in ministry, in business, etc, etc. And last time we looked at finances and this time what I want to look at is I want to look at structure. Because structure is very important and structural problems will emerge within your life within your ministry because of a lack of structure and structure is something that is so important to all of us that we need to have um, a really deep understanding of because you can't have anything meaningful or lasting without a structure and so the word says in revelations 13 verse 8 and all that dwelt upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of the lamb of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world so the earth or the world has a foundation and it says in the word that Yeshua was slain from the foundation of the world so everything must have a structure and so a structure is needed it's needed for your own life and your personal life it's needed for your family your business it's needed in finance it's needed in church life in ministry whatever it is there must be structure that you base everything around and so when a physical building is being put up if you're building a house it always starts with a foundation And then what's built upon that foundation is the framework. And so if you want a building that's going to be strong and it's going to be sturdy and it's going to last the tests of time and all that kind of stuff, you need a structure. And so it has to be, um, it has to have a solid foundation and a solid structure. And even if you look at things today like airplanes and cars and all those kind of things, they have to have a structure, something that's the whole car, for instance, is built around. And so wheel things are, we look at cars and we think, man, I hope it's got a, you know, a brilliant air conditioner or a nice radio or something. And that, that's just the bells and whistles. But without the framework or the superstructure, there, there's, that vehicle is not even going to function. In other words, a car has to have a chassis, which is its foundation and its structure to keep all the pieces together. Everything is bolted on and fits to that chassis. And so um, in order for things in the material world to be fully functional, they have to have a stable structure, which is so important for us to understand. And so everything in our lives, if we think about it, like whether it's spiritual or material or all those kind of things needs proper structure. And so when we have a lack of structure, we we have problems, we struggle, we and and many individuals like I'm going to use as an example can have a sudden breakthrough and it could be an amazing thing. They could have like a sudden financial opportunity with a potential to produce major revenue. They could be just given an opportunity. And then suddenly they start going for it and all of a sudden the fruit is substantial and all this kind of stuff. But because they haven't had a structure or the structure that they have is very weak, the branches can't sustain the weight of the fruit and the branches breaks break. And I've, I've seen this in the natural. I remember as a, a young boy, I had these Portuguese friends of mine and they used to, um, I guess, make Portuguese wine. But they would often share the story of like where if they didn't prune the grapes and they didn't prune the vine, the grapes would break. In other words, the branch would break and fall to the ground and those grapes would be messed up and, and, and a waste. And so they would constantly be tending the vine, making sure that the fruit didn't break the branch, that the weight of the fruit wasn't heavier than the structure could be. And because if the fruit was bigger than the structure, then the, the, then the fruit broke the structure. And that's not what we want. And I think that's what happens with a lot of Christians is because they don't have structure, the fruit breaks the structure. And then what happens is they have to redo things and it can take years to repair. 
And so in order for them to again to produce the level of fruit they were doing, they have to repair and they have to rebuild and all that kind of stuff is necessary. But sadly, if you had built um, the right way to start with, you wouldn't have had that issues. And so during all those years of rebuilding, the structure will never, will, will once again, it is going to produce the fruit, but there's going to be many years of additional fruit bearing that would have been lost because you didn't build a structure in the first place to hold the weight of what you're trying to do and i think in in the kingdom today we need to be building a structure because often what we do is we have this mindset of thinking about the fruit and the outcome but we don't build a structure to um, sustain what's about to come and so for you and i to to reap continually increasing fruit the structure has to be built initially and it has to be an amazing structure and we have to remember this because it's very very important So all of us believe for fruit and so but to do that we have to maintain a solid structure and we have to keep looking at whether it's your own life, it's your business, your family, we are the weak areas so that I can begin to uh, correct them and make them strong so that we have this, the, this construct that we can build the kingdom upon. And so we need the construct of kingdom models in, in our lives, in our leadership. And we need to have a look at the Joseph model, the David model, the Daniel model, all these people in the word. How did these individuals, even in times of incredible adversity and, and difficulty, built? They built these amazing structures. And I believe that if we can look at the word and we can look at what will happen in the kingdom, we can build those structures even today and they'll still function amazingly. And so within our structures, we have to include long-term planning. And I personally am a long-term plan. I'm always looking in the future and I'm always looking at what's going to happen down the road. And so we have to have strategic, purposeful life plans for everything that we do. And I want to look at this concept using the word of Yahweh. So it says this in Corinthians 12, 27 and 28. Now you are one body of Christ and members in particular. And Yahweh has set up some in the church, first apostles, secondly prophets, third teachers, after that miracles and gifts of healing helps governments diversities of tongues etc etc so what happens here is paul is addressing the church and he's literally saying to him look we're, we're members of the body of christ and in verse 28 he tells us what that looks like it says these are the first parts of the superstructure of of yahweh's world which is apostles prophets and teachers then comes miracles gifts healings helps governments diversities tongues and all those kind of things so verse 28 frames the superstructure as to the way the church should be established which is on the apostles and the prophets and the teachers and if we look at the church today i think we failed miserably in that area because we've made people apostles that aren't apostles like they're not forerunners and we've done a whole lot of stuff and when we look at the prophetic move today it's it's a joke and so it's important that we understand there is a structure by which things must be run. And so I want to give you guys a really basic view of structure in three dimensions. So if you look at yourself, you and me, as human beings, we are a body, soul, and spirit. Our body is your physical body. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, your will, and your spirit is your spirit man. And that's what a human being is. And so if we look at Yahweh, God is known as Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It's very simple. Now, there are other things that Yahweh is, but Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, the three in one, that is the structure of the Godhead. And so the structure of the human being is body, soul, and spirit. And so we see, you can go throughout Scripture and even in life, and you can look at how many things 
emerge in threes, that the structure is based around the number three. If you look at a family, the structure of the family is father, mother, children. That's the structure of the family. If you look at the structure of the tabernacle, it's the, the courtyard, the holy place, and the holy of holies. If you look at your structure and my structure as a believer, what is the structure that makes us who we are? It's faith, hope, and charity. And so if you look at the structure of our walking experience with, with Yahweh, it's in Him we live, in Him we move, and in Him we have our being. Three, three, three. If you look at the way Yeshua ministered, it says He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do you see the structures of threes? Even if you look at the structure of the anointing, which is in, very interesting, it's priest, prophet, and king. So it's all threes. It's a basic, a three-dimensional structure, which is almost like a triangle. And when you look at, um, when you break down anything into its basic structure, the triangle is what it comes out to be, from what I understand. And so, and then what happens is you take that main structure and then you begin to add pieces as we go along. And so, any successful person or any successful thing must have a structure. And so, whether you have a, a business, a ministry, or whatever it is, you have to have a reporting structure. There always has to be a leader, someone. And, and this is the thing a lot of people say, but you know, there's no leaders in the kingdom. We're all the same. I'm sorry, Yahweh is the leader. And Yeshua and the Holy Spirit report to Yahweh. And Yahweh, you know, if there's decisions to be made, His voice is the last voice. And so we also have the wheel within a wheel in Ezekiel 10, verse 10. And as for their appearance, the forward one had one likeness as if a wheel had been in the midst of a wheel. And so th there's a wheel in the center, that, then the nucleus, and everything grows from it. And that's how Yahweh functions. He is the wheel in the middle of the wheel. And so when the middle wheel turns, everything else in Yahweh's world turns. And that's how it is. And so Yahweh does things in circles. And so if you think about like our solar system, for instance, the sun is in the center of our solar system. We've got eight major planets, and they all orbit around the sun. And the sun is the center of our solar system. And so we're going around the sun. Then the sun and, and, and its organizations are going around another system, the Milky Way. And everything in Yahweh's world is in circles, which is important for us to stand, understand. And the word says in John 1, 4, in him was life and the life was the light of men. And so Yahweh is light. And how does light move? And so if we study light, light moves in lines, travel traveling at 186,000 miles per second and it never changes light doesn't bend but the interesting thing is it manifests in circles so if you stand under a street light you see a circle not a square you know and if you're wearing glasses and you look into the light you can see circles you understand what i'm saying so although light moves in straight lines it manifests in circles because yahweh is cyclic and likewise everything in our life is a cycle Everything in, in the world is a cycle. Winter, autumn, summer, spring, all this kind of stuff. The year is a cycle. The female reproductive system has a cycle, both in the animal kingdom and in the kingdom of man. Farming follows a cycle. You sow at a certain time. You harvest at a certain time. You let the land lay fallow at a certain time. There's all these kind of things. And so life offers a time of weeping and a time of joy. You know, there's morning, noon, and night. There's all these kind of things. And so if you're in a night season... You know, I want to say to you, just take heart because morning's coming. And so everything in life is in cycles, which is just absolutely amazing. And so structure in life should be built on a basic understanding that life is cyclical. So when you're building a business, you have to understand it's not always just going to be up, up, up. There's going to be the down times, all those kind of times. And you prepare for those things in business. And so when we build structurally, 
There are certain things that we have to set in our lives. And Ephesians 2.20 says, having been built upon the foundation. And so we have to have to have a foundation in our life, a fundamental foundational structure in our lives. You cannot live life without a foundation. And this, this foundation has to include your most fundamental non-negotiable values. In other words, your core beliefs, your core values, your core purposes, your moral compass. And those must be set in the foundational structure of your life. You know, I'm, I thank my parents for the way they brought me up. And I have a structure in the word. And even though I didn't always serve Yahweh, I only started really serving him when I got born again in the Navy when I was 20 years old. But because of that structure they had set in, in place and because of that moral compass that they had put inside me, I was able to make the right choices. And so the Bible says in Matthew 7 that two houses were built. One was built on the rock, the other was on the sand. Both houses were tested. And when you look at sand, it represents the philosophies of man, ever changing, ever shifting, never the same. Rock represents the foundational truths of the Bible, which, which include um, all the principles of Christ. And so... This is where I think a lot of people build and have their foundations is in the philosophies of man, which if you look at today, now we're redefining genders, we're redoing this, and all the people that are built on man are going, oh yeah, this is amazing. But everyone that's built on the rock and on the foundational truths of the word are saying, no, this isn't right. This is not right. This is weird. And so man's ever-changing philosophies, they provide zero foundation. And so that house will not stand during the storms of life. And so biblical foundations will never, ever change. And so I've been accused of being a fundamentalist, and I'm quite happy with that accusation. I accept it 100%. Yes, please, I am a fundamentalist. Because for, for me, the word is black and white. There is no gray. His word has stood the test of time. And for me, it's just as relevant now as I'm speaking to you as it has ever been, and perhaps even more so in our day today. So we have to remember how important a foundation is. And what I'm going to do here is I, re I want to end here because I've got so much more to say on foundations. And we're going to do this in like a second part on foundations. So bless you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this.